beautiful people of the web that is worldwide. I am Joe Roscoe, co-host of Move Fast, Lift Heavy podcast. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time, give us a like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. Be like, yo, you know that Christian Harris guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The CrossFit Games guy that looks like a Greek statue. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's got a podcast. Move Fast, Lift Heavy. So, yeah, that could be how the convo goes. Let your friends know if you're back. Thanks for being back. Um, we got a good one for you, as always. Don't forget to check us out on MoveFastWithHeavy.com for all things training and apparel. And, uh, yeah, see the man, the co-host, Christian Harris, with his cell phone out, recording this for maybe an Instagram story. I'll give him just a second to put his thumbs to the screen, make a cute little caption. But, um yeah, just had Waterpalooza about a week ago. I'm actually still here in Miami on Biscayne Boulevard. Um, I was listening to a hip-hop song recently. Christian would be proud of me. And they, they mentioned Biscayne in the song. Maybe Christian will know. Let's bring him on. Welcome to the podcast co-host, founder of Mufas Teddy, the man, the myth, the legend, everyone's favorite hometown hero, Christian Harris. What's up? What bro? up? How we doing? How'd that story post come out? Looks good. Just launched it. We're good to go. We're we're live. All right. Um, all right. So what's the song? You know what I'm talking about? There's some hip hop rap song, and he talks about Biscayne, Biscayne Boulevard. Yeah, it's uh, it's by Future. What is it? Uh, Mask Off. <laughs> all right. There you go. I knew I could count on you. What's the lyric? It's uh, Rick James. 33 chains, Ocean Ave, cruising Biscayne. Right. It is. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> um, so <laughs> speaking of uh, hip hop and influence, we just uh, dropped the Love Machine drop, right? Just released that. Um, I believe that sold huh. out. It's 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 all all gone. Yeah. Um, We're- Got that ready for everyone in February, so they have their their lover shirts going for Valentine's Day. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's our second time doing the uh, the Love Machine drop, so slightly different alliteration of it this time. Last year we did uh, the Seth with the heart eyes, so kind of like the emoji. This okay. time we went with more of a uh, a heart with the Seth face. Like so a little little different there. Before we bring on our guest, uh, that's why we're all here, right? But what do you think about uh, this one? What do you think about my bookshelf back here? Do I look smart? Yeah, it's very. Uh, there's no very lonely. It's very lonely yeah, no, bookshelf. Should, should I put some? I should put some books back there, right? Get some for sure credit for my intelligence. The, the uh, coincidence about the whole thing with books. I'm not really a big reader, but. <laughs> Around this, maybe uh, this time of year, I'm always like, I got to read a little bit more. And it's it's one of the, the New Year's resolutions that I try to make for myself is reading more. And uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get onto it this year. 
All right. Well, let's bring on our guest because he's young and he probably, I don't know if he's even, he might still be in school, who knows, or maybe graduate or maybe didn't go to school because he's just dominating CrossFit right now. But maybe he's read a book or two uh, recently. Why don't you bring on our guest? Yeah. So our next guest is a multiple time CrossFit Games athlete. He's actually a champ. Champ is here. Let's go. Multiple years. We've got Dallin Pepper. What? Let's go. What is up? What's up, guys? Thanks for uh, hopping on the show today. Yeah, absolutely. Excited to chat with you guys. Uh, Christian, also, kick it off with uh, with the man. I'm going to queue up that video while you're chatting with him, all right? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Dallin, how old are you again? Turned 20 last October, just a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, so he's, new, he's newly in the uh, open division of CrossFit, right? So from 18 yep. to 34. Um, he's had a ton of success in the teen division and uh, just – just missed um, qualifying last year, right? Out of uh, West Coast Classic. Yep. Just yeah, by just a handful, six, right? hand, handful of points. Yeah, it was one D ball clean away because I didn't know how to use a D ball. Uh, so now, now I know how to use a D ball. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, folks, let's, let's not be modest with this intro. Dallin's the three-time <laughs> fittest team on the in the world. Champ yeah, right I mean, it's, three times, it's, it's three times. a huge, huge accomplishment. Um, and he's already making waves in the open division. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how his career goes. And, uh, you know, he's repping for the big men, too. Yeah, he's a, he's a plus size <laughs> fitness guy. <laughs> Not too many of those. Yeah. yeah. What's, so, what's your height and weight, Dallin? Are you I'm six foot about 220? Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I'll usually I'll Damn. get down to like two fifteen in season, but most of the years two twenty. Damn, son. Yeah, yeah thick you boy. don't really really see the thick boys anymore, especially no. at that high of a level uh, thrown down. So um, I'm a big fan. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed at Wadapalooza though. There's a lot of big boys there. Just five eleven, six foot. They were probably close to like two oh five, but there's there's some big boys out there. Thick is in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Wadapalooza, um, you place second? Fifth. Fifth. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, I in my heart I took second without the ankle. <laughs> Just kidding. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. I took fifth. Yeah, so so Down took quite a nasty spill at uh in the uh kettlebell front rack step over event joe's kind of queuing up that video right now um mm-hmm. one of one of a few people that i know that have taken taken a spill and uh yours is pretty swollen huh yeah it's the swelling's gone down now two weeks later but throughout the competition like you could see in the stands my ankle was swollen like significantly different than my other ankle it was bad and that was only what day two the end of day two so i did yeah over half the competition with that. I, uh, I got the video. You guys, you guys want to take a look? Yeah, I got to see this again. You, oh yeah, And then I want to hear how many more events you did after this ankle. 
All right, this is from my cell phone here. So if you're listening on a podcast platform, hop on over to YouTube if you want to check out this video. Move fast, left heavy. <laughs> no uh no sound there but uh that that was gnarly that was gnarly yeah did you, you still have to, like a you... lot of swelling and discoloration on it yeah so when i right when it happens you can kind of see like as soon as i felt it roll i just collapsed i i'm grateful i did that i didn't think about it but like i finished the rope climbs in that workout got back to the burpee box jump overs and it felt like something was in my shoe and I was like, my foot is swelling so fast right now. And it was huge. Uh, the bruising didn't really happen until after the competition was over. But like, I couldn't walk down the stairs each morning. Um, couldn't do a squat. And then luckily, the team we had there, you know Lunny, right? Stage. Yep, yep. He's a wizard. And he got me from not being able to walk downstairs to finishing the competition. So pretty wild. Um, so what events did you have left going on for the weekend? The next morning we had the 2,500 meter row, 250 swim and 2k air runner barefoot. Perfect. So was, for, uh, for yeah. swim oh, ankles. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So it was like, I can't walk downstairs, let alone run a 2k barefoot. Um, so we did that one. We did. Overhead squats, handstand push-ups, muscle-ups. Um, just taped that thing up real good and wore some lifters, and that was okay. Um, and then we had the sprint workout, which was supposed to be sandbag carries, handstand walk, and shuttle sprint. And I was like, perfect, shuttle sprints. That's awesome. They ended up changing it to burpees over a line because of the rain, which could not have been better for me. And then the last event was toes to bar and devil's press. So you had a good bit of the competition left after that ankle. You still have yes. lots to go. Luckily, wow. we did like all the jumping in the first three events. Just had to deal with the running. But now, after that event, where were you sitting? After the step over event. Yeah. So I was second going into it. I think second or third, and then I dropped to fifth or sixth. And maintained that for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, actually won the last night. I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't it was, I don't know if people at home really realized like how incredible it is that you've been able to maintain that high level of performance on a bad ankle um all weekend. So hats off to you, sir. Appreciate it. You know, as as crappy as crappy as it was, I was really grateful it happened because I learned so much about myself. Like each morning is like, am I going to pull out? Am I going to be able to do this event? Warming up, it's like one of the most painful warm-ups I've ever done because I can't jump, can't squat properly. Um, but I just decided to give it a go and learned a lot about what I'm capable of, even with a bad ankle. So, What did you learn? Anything specific? Uh, the biggest thing is exactly like exactly how bad I want this, how bad I want to win in the sport. So. All right, chalk that up as a quote right there, CH. Put that on the bulletin board. <laughs> um, 
Dallin just put the game's uh, athletes on notice right now. Just put them on notice. So listen, I'd like you to take us um, through your journey of how you gotten started and just to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as a as a CrossFit athlete. So yeah, when I was growing up, I played all the regular sports: baseball, football, basketball. I was athletic, and now I'm not. Um, and my parents tried to get me to. My parents had started doing CrossFit at a gym, and then it was too far away, so they made garage gym, and we had a pretty good garage set up, um, just with the basic stuff. My dad's always trying to get me to lift to get better at these other sports, and I was like, no, that's dumb. I'm just going to go to practice and work hard there, but I'm not going to do anything extra. I was kind of lazy, and I saw the 2015 CrossFit Games. I was 13 at the time, and I saw there was a teenage division. And as soon as I saw it, I said, I want to do that. I didn't know you could compete. Um, that looks so cool. So the next day I started in the garage. And then January 2016 is when I started a gym. And I started with the sole purpose of qualifying for the CrossFit Games. And that's my parents got me into it. And then I started up relatively soon after, about 13 years old. Wow. I'll bring up a pick right here. Let's see. There you are. What year was this, Down? That was actually my last year in 2019. 2019. There he is. <laughs> Top of the Even from that picture to now, like you look like you've matured. Oh, like yeah. Five years. <laughs> yeah. I look back on, at some of those pictures. I'm like, you're a child, you which I so still young. am a child. But yeah. Christian, it's I know it's been about some years for us, but you don't remember that when like, Three months later, you'd be two inches uh, taller, and then four months later, you'd have a beard, and you know it happens. Well, yeah, I mean, I have kids. I see it. Like my <laughs> son is—he's almost up to my shoulder now. Um, but it's just funny. Like he's almost at that age where you initially started, mm -hmm. uh, you know, getting into it, and he's—he's he's ten years old. You know, I just have him kind of dicking around a little bit, a couple times a week, doing some push-ups, yep. squats, and sit-ups and things like that. So um, you need. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's a place to get started, right? Yeah, and um, people, I think people underestimate, like, training when you're a teenager. Like, you're growing so much and so fast. It's like, I mean, as a teenage boy, you should have testosterone flowing through your body. Like, you can get strong pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you were, um, you know, at that 13, 14, 15 year old range and, you know, you're trying to compete, you are competing, you're winning. What's your what was your nutrition like at that time? So I think I went through like the same like mistake every CrossFitter trying to compete goes through where they don't they eat like a third of what they need to. So it's like egg whites and eggs in the morning with a piece of toast and then a small little lunch and then like a pan one pancake after school before I'd go to the gym. And I got down to like 3% body fat or something when I was 14, which is not, not healthy at all. Um, right. And then I started reading some more, watching some more things. And then it turned into eating everything I possibly can. Um, and then I, I did start counting macros and stuff, but it's, you have to eat more than you want to if you're training hard in the sport. Definitely. Um, and about how long did it take you to realize that? Like about what age? So you started at 13? Uh, yeah, so I started at 13. 
Wouldn't have been, honestly, until I was 15, like going into that first CrossFit Games in 2017. Um, probably earlier in the season then is when I really started to realize what I needed to do. Gotcha. With the, the eating and your training and, you know, you obviously developing being so young, did you, when did you come to the realization that you were strong? Because obviously there's, you have to put the work in, but there's also yeah. like that perspective of, oh, I see other guys struggling or this is really impressive, but when I yeah. do it, it feels that I'm capable. Like when did you yeah. start realizing like, oh, I got some some juice uh, flowing here? Yeah, that's, so people think I like started strong and that's not the case because I'm a stronger athlete in the field of CrossFit. Um, I'm pretty sure it would have been the, so my very first open was 2016. <laughs> um, and I knew like I had the potential to get better because of how quickly I progressed. And then the 2017 open, the first year I went to the CrossFit games. Um, that's when I knew like I was stronger than some of these athletes, um, specifically with snatch workout with pull-ups. Um, yeah, that's when I knew I was a little bit stronger. I was, I won that workout worldwide and then some of the other workouts fell into place. And that's when I knew I, I took fifth and fifth in the open that year. And that's when I knew I could set the goal to win the games and continue to progress. Cool. Yeah. I brought up that question cause we had a comment on our YouTube page from uh, some guy, uh, Josh, uh, Bree, you know how you pronounce that? It was Bridges. Oh, Bridges. Oh, Bridges. Josh Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a connection with Josh? Uh, I know Josh through Cooper. I've never actually met him, but through Cooper, yeah. my agent, Christian, you know, Coop. Um, yeah. yeah. That could, yeah. That yeah. could be Coop. <laughs> he, he's a legend in the sport. Someone that yeah. I've, I've always had a little bit of a man crush on. Absolutely. So, uh, a beautiful yeah. mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, talk to us about the transition when you get out of the team division and now you're at competitions like Wadapalooza, you're at other competitions with the, the quote-unquote men, the adults. Um, what was that like mentally for you? And I know as like a football player, for me, every time I progress to a different level, the game obviously got a lot faster and there was a lot of adapting to do. Uh, talk to us about some of those adaptations mentally or physically when you're competing with the big boys. Yeah, I'm super glad to use the word faster because that's exactly how I describe it. Like, got on the floor at West Coast for the first time with all these men. And as a teenager, I was able to like see the floor and like see where people were at, know what I needed to do on this workout. Um, West Coast, every workout was just a blur. Everyone was so fast at everything, so good at everything. Um, and yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it, is everything was so fast up, like the pace was insane. Um, and then at, at Wadapalooza, I was able to like kind of get that feeling back where I was seeing where people were. I could look down all the lanes and get an idea of who I needed to pick off on this last round, that type of thing. Um, but going back to when I first made the transition, the first open I did was the weird 2020 open in October um, with the men. And I was playing football at the time of my senior year, but 
it still felt like I had just started CrossFit and that was my first open ever with how fast everyone was. Um, it's not a good feeling. It's very discouraging because you go from all the success in the teenage division and it's like, nope, you're right back in the middle of the pack. You have nothing. Um, you got to earn it again. And then also to see like some of the female athletes, they're making this transition a lot quicker. And at the time there was only a few. So it was like, it wasn't quite a trend yet. So it's like, why am I not doing that? Why am I not making that? And we've seen some other teenage boys like have success and then kind of fall off the rails and never compete again. And I was determined, like, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. And so I just kept grinding and now we're here. What do you feel like the difference maker was? Like, what did you find yourself working on to adjust to the speed and the, and the, the step up from the team division? Um, luckily I was strong enough already. Like my numbers were comparable. Um, and I think that's the hardest part for a lot of teenagers is making those strength gains. Um, but for me, it was like pure work capacity, uh, gymnastics capacity, and then my overall conditioning, um, and just the attention to detail on the competition floor. I was able to carry a lot of that from the teenage division. Um, but you have to experience being on the floor with some of those elite men to really understand what's happening and how fast they are. And if you want to game it at all, like it takes a lot of practice. So respect to like what Matt and Tia are able to do. Um, yeah, it's cool to watch when you understand how quick everything is. You bring up uh, Matt and Tia um, in the warm up area or just in the competition setting, maybe you're grabbing food or whatever, and you're rubbing shoulders with some of the athletes. Have you had any meaningful conversations or uh, advice or anything like that uh, from some of the OGs? Yeah, actually, it kind of felt like uh, Pat Velner took me under his wing a little bit at Wadapalooza, which was really cool. He's the coolest guy in the world. Um, just like talking after events, I was like, this is what I did. What did you do? And trying to pick his brain a little bit and, I've been texting him back and forth, get to ask him some questions. And like, he was the guy who found medical for me after I rolled my ankle. Cause I finished and I look up at him, I'm like pure panic in my eyes. And he's like the father figure on the floor. Cause he's the, he's a dad. Right. And I'm like, Pat, I rolled my ankle. What do I do? <laughs> um, but yeah, he's a good dude. I really like Pat. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. I haven't had too many conversations with him uh, over the years, but he definitely seems like, He's got some good energy, some good vibes. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <clears throat> when you were playing football, you brought up uh, your senior year. Uh, I'm just thinking about when I played, I wasn't doing CrossFit. What were your uh, teammates and coaches like when they, you know, they would see you handstand walking or doing like very technically sound snatches, you know, did it, pull them along with you? Did they get involved as well? Or were you just this phenomenon of like, oh, that's Dallin, crazy CrossFit kid on the football team? Well, yeah. So all they saw, like, I only played my senior year. I quit before I was a freshman. Um, so they saw me, and I know all the football players were my best friends. Um, all the coaches knew me, and they begged me year after year after year to go play football. And they see, like, a really big kid with a lot of muscle and strength. Um, what they don't know is that's not how I use my body in CrossFit. So it took the full season to learn how to use my body that way, but they didn't really go the whole CrossFit route. Um, but in the weight room, 
they they let me do my thing. They weren't trying to critique my technique or tell me how to squat properly because I'm not doing quarter squats. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what position did you play? I was a middle linebacker. Okay. It's a big boy coming at you. Yeah, they never <laughs> ran the ball to my side of the field for some reason. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. What are the so uh segueing into twenty twenty two, Waterpalooza just uh wrapped. Uh, the Open is coming up. What are your plans for the season as far as your approach? And is it any different than the past? Um, yeah, like we have a lot more confidence after this year about quarterfinals. Um, and so really our whole focus is semis right now. We'll do a minor taper and peak for quarterfinals. Um, but for the most part, train through the Open, small deload like a lot of the top athletes are doing hit quarterfinals and then it's full steam into semis. Um, I wish I could be running right now. That's what we would be doing, but focus is getting the ankle better and then we'll run a ton. Um, everything is very weakness oriented instead of trying to play catch up in every area, which is super nice. Um, can get a little monotonous, just hitting the same stuff every single day. But we're in a spot now that like we can really attack those little things that are going to make a big difference on the floor. And that's exciting. Cool. I'm excited for you. Appreciate that. Yeah. It'd be a good time. Da Down. Do you have any advice for, I guess, any parents of youngsters that are, you know, looking to start getting into fitness or if they're, if we do have, I doubt we would have any, young kids listening right now being that it's you know school hours but yeah. uh, any advice for you know young kids that are trying to get into fitness or maybe compete in the sport of crossfit yeah so for the the young kids looking to compete or who are competing um continue to master the basics move well that's gonna moving well in the teenage division can win you events and competitions every single time over someone who can't move well um trust the process that's super cliche but it takes time you can't have everything right now and then for the parents of those kids who are competing you absolutely should be their number one support but also make sure you're not any part of a stressor stressing over little things takes away from them competing so my thing my parents did an amazing job like when it's my time to like go do something they let me go but they were always right there in case i need anything and that's super important because um, I've seen other athletes where their parents just stress them out so much at competitions or um, in training. Um, just let them do their thing and be their number one supporter, and they'll appreciate it. Spoken like a true G. Right. Yeah. Very, uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of wise words there. Uh, if you're following along on YouTube, youtube.com uh, forward slash move fast lift heavy, you can see Dallin's uh, Instagram handle there. Give him a follow on the gram. Uh, if you're listening on podcast platform, make sure you check out the description of this episode and you can give him a follow there as well. Christian, any last questions for Dallin before you put him on the hot seat? <laughs> yeah, I just kind of want him to go over some of his uh, some of his numbers and, and accolades. You know, maybe maybe give us, uh, you know, your your best snatch and clean and jerk, maybe your top set of ring muscle ups and your friend time 
Oh wow. Okay. That's I haven't done Fran. Just to just to get just to give the folks an idea of like who you are as yeah. an athlete. So my all-time favorite lift uh, of my life was my 300-pound snatch. Hit that about a year ago. Um, that was awesome. That was I was making a YouTube video, and I just happened to snatch 300 pounds that day. It was fun. Uh, yeah, you're you're one of the few few uh, young athletes that I've seen um, hit a 300-pound snatch. I mean, one of my one incredible. of my buddies, Tudor Magda, um, he's about a year younger than me he hit it two days later and at the time we had the same coach and it was it was pretty crazy it was fun uh but my best clean and jerk i believe is 365 um or 360 and then best set of muscle ups is 24 or 25 and then i haven't done fran in years but i'm pretty sure it's around like the 215 but we could go sub two I think now folks 24 25 ring muscle ups for a big slab of beef that is something <laughs> else so <laughs> that's to me that's the most impressive one no yeah I, I work hard on that stuff that's all I do is conditioning and gymnastics one of the coaches yeah. looked at my program he's like that's so boring that's all I do <laughs> all right all hot right. seated hot seated up it's time it's time here we go all right, so a couple of quick questions. First thing that comes to your mind, um, easy format, nothing yeah. crazy. You ready? You got it. Yep. All Bring right. It on. Would you rather move fast or lift heavy? Lift heavy. Coffee or pre-workout? Pre-workout. Current favorite sneaker? Innovates. If you had to choose one lift or one movement for the rest of your life, what would it be? Cluster, not because I like it, it's good for you. All right. Uh, give us an idea of your current uh, playlist. Oh man. Uh, Could be mostly, either one song or? Uh, mostly just hip hop rap and the occasional country. Every like All every right. three songs, something like that. <laughs> All right, that about does it. All right, there we go. Yeah. Wasn't too harmful, right? <laughs> no, it was a little scary. I was like, well, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> no, that was great. That was great. I thought at first you were rattling them off uh, so quickly. I thought maybe you had listened to our podcast before and memorized the questions. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I was trying to be uh, quick. No, yeah, that was good. That was good. All right, Zalan. Uh, on behalf of MFLH, we wish you an amazing 2022 uh, season. Be rooting for you heavily. And uh, yeah, man, get after yeah. it. Get that ankle better and have a great season, all right? I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me on. 100%. Later. All right, there he was, Dallin Pepper. Nice guy. Young right? Phenom, yeah. Young Phenom. I like his, uh, you know... His mindset. I think that. I think that the the wisdom he spoke with, or like the maturity, I think that will be even more advantageous for him in the season than his young brute strength. You know, because strength can only get you so far. Hundred <clears throat> percent. I mean, he he has a little bit of the experience. You know, competing in the team team division at a high level. Um, just missed 
a game spot last year. So he's got the experience. I think just his mindset and the way that he approaches things is he's definitely got a leg up. So looking forward to seeing him this year. All right, bro. Before we wrap this, any last words for the people on the web that is worldwide? That's all I got. Um, if you guys are are following us at home or not following us, let's let's hop on and, and give us a subscribe, uh, like the channel, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we also have a program, Train with CH. It's exactly my training program. You guys will follow it a week out from what I'm actually doing. So I get to make the nice little tweaks in there, make sure it's appropriate for you guys. Um, you'll get to see my times and you know, how I break up my sets in the Metcons and things like that. So definitely a lot of fun. That's it. Cool. That's all I got. Next episode, I want to talk to you about the air bike workout, the 20 <clears throat> minutes of 30 seconds at 70 RPM and 30 seconds at 50 RPM. And uh, I want to talk to you about why you chose 50 as the second 30 seconds. Next episode, though, we'll chat about on the next one, all right? You got it. All right, my man. Later. All right, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to Move Fast Lift Heavy Podcast. That was Christian Harris, co-host and founder of MFLH. I'm Joe Roscoe. Special thanks again to Dallin Pepper. Uh, if you want to check out Train with CH on our Move Fast Lift Heavy uh, training platform, go to movefastlifthevy.com or MFLH train, or give us a follow on the gram, move fast, lift heavy. You can find all that super easy right there. All right, everyone. I will uh, catch you when I catch you. Bye.